Hey everyone, Coach Brad here. Are you still struggling to achieve the health, energy, and well-being that you deserve and desire? If you're ready to end the struggle once and for all, check out my in-demand Couch to Healthy 12-week wellness training program. What is Couch to Healthy, you ask? Couch to Healthy is a 12-week wellness transformation program designed to get you off the yo-yo cycle once and for all and take back your health, energy, and happiness in a fun, easy, and sustainable manner. With Couch to Healthy, you'll learn how to create a CEO championship mindset for your health, learn healthy eating habits, learn how to exercise using the slow, easy method based on heart rate and age, and more. Be sure and click on the link in the show notes for more information and get it now while the price is still 50% off for a very limited time. Welcome to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. This podcast is about personal transformation and helping you to have better health, more energy, and live a more purposeful life. I'm your host and Couch to Healthy Guide, Coach Brad. I'm on a mission to help you live a life of greater health, energy, and happiness by helping you realize your true, authentic self. Every week, I'll interview a different guest who will give you the skills, tools, and strategies for doing just that. Each week, we'll have in-depth talks about a variety of topics focusing on how you can take back your health, energy, and happiness once and for all. Topics such as mindset, healthy eating habits, staying motivated, improving your self-worth, and how to overcome fear, anxiety, depression, and much, much more. I speak with experts across all walks of life, ranging from business, life, dream, and health coaches to everyday ordinary people who have defied the odds and set a new standard for their life. These guests have overcome addictions, depression, low self-worth, and have permanently ended the yo-yo cycle to reclaim their health and well-being when all seemed lost. And most importantly, they have transformed their life from surviving to thriving. Every episode contains practical wisdom and advice that you can use to build a better understanding of how you can have better health, more energy, and live a more purposeful, fulfilled life. And be sure and listen all the way to the end for a special free offer. To learn more, follow me on Instagram at trainingwithcoachbrad. How do you create a life that you love to live? One that is filled with contentment, happiness, peace, and passion. My guest today, Kevin Roth, will guide us through how to do just that. From the outside looking in, Kevin seemed to have the life most would dream of, money, fame, fortune, and an incredible music career. Yet something left him deeply unfulfilled in life. Then, in 2015, a medical diagnosis changed everything. In today's episode, we'll learn what that diagnosis was and how Kevin used it to, in his words, start living instead of dying. How did he do it, and how can you start living the life you are truly meant to live? Listen to learn more. Kevin Roth is an internationally known dulcimer player, singer, songwriter, and recording artist. He now works as a professional life coach living in San Diego, California. His new book, Between the Notes, Practical Ways to Find Your Inner Groove and Dance to a Beat That Makes Your Heart Sing will be released in January 2023. For more information, visit his website at kevinroth.org.
All right, today on the podcast, I've got with me Kevin Roth. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I, I read a little bit about your story and we were talking off camera and I'm excited because your life, and, and we'll get into your story and your medical diagnosis and all that a little bit, but your life pre-diagnosis on the outside, to me, someone like me who doesn't know you, looked incredible. You're traveling the world, you're playing music, uh, living life on the high, but you mentioned somewhere that it wasn't happy and it wasn't satisfying. So let's go back pre-medical diagnosis, which I think you said was in 2016. Is that right? Well, yeah. Or around there. So pre-diagnosis, medical diagnosis, what was, I mean, you seem to be living life on, on the cusp. I mean, that's what I would call an extraordinary life, but it wasn't, it wasn't working for you. What was going on there? Well, the life of a troubadour is not an easy one. Although I had a lot of success making records and uh, giving concerts, you know, the ups and downs of, of a music career are, are difficult. Mm -hmm. And what I really wanted to be was sort of a male version of Joni Mitchell. Okay. But I fell into, in the 70s, I became well known for the mountain dulcimer. And then in the 80s, I kind of, by fluke, ended up in children's music, which was very successful for me. I sang the theme to the hit PBS show, Shining Time Station. Right. But my heart really wasn't into singing for children because it was sort of, in a sense, a musical demotion. Okay. So, uh, although I, I was happy to make the records and happy to have success, I wasn't particularly fulfilled as an artist. Okay, what and what was what do you think was behind that lack of fulfillment? Well, when you want to sing adult contemporary love songs, toddlers don't want to hear that, right? Oh, they want okay. to, to be coming around the mountain and twinkle, twinkle, little star. So, uh, career-wise, I was very successful. I sold records. I had a record right. deal. I was on TV, but artistically it just wasn't very satisfying. So okay. one could call it selling out, uh, but it wasn't a complete sellout because I did love the songs I wrote and the records I made, uh, but it just wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. Okay, and, and this was for, for how many years? Uh, about 15. Okay. And then, so now fast forward, I guess a little bit, lead us leading up to tell us about your diagnosis. That was a life changer for you. Well, I had moved from Florida where I had been living uh, to Kansas to sort of figure out the next step in life. Okay. My sister lived in Kansas and it was in Kansas that a life imploded in the sense that just on a routine dermatology appointment, uh, the doctor saw a small freckle that he didn't like, and that a few weeks later turned into um, basically melanoma within a few months. They they discovered that it had spread. So uh, I ended up being told I had stage three melanoma. Mm -hmm. So then I had to have a whole body scan to see if the cancer had spread anywhere else, and it hadn't, fortunately. But they said there was a 70% chance it would come back within a year, and then I would have about two or three years to live. So that's when uh, I did a whole turnaround in my life. Because there's nothing like a death sentence to wake you up. Right, and I love how you write about it in your biography on Podmatch, that you 
you could either die literally like you said a year or two or at most three to live or you could start living and so what did you choose obviously well obviously i chose to live because i'm yeah. still here cancer free yeah. and um you know in my in my book that's coming out uh february it's called between the notes it describes in more detail than i think we can get into here exactly what i did to change my life but basically I asked myself three questions. What mattered? Why? And what was I going to do about it? And what I decided was that I didn't really need a career or a lot of money or anything. If I was going to be dead in a couple of years, what I needed to do was to do only what I loved. So I decided to move uh, back to San Diego, California, where I'd lived uh, years ago and just be a bohemian and be an artist and be happy and not worry about a career so I literally just kind of created a life in my mind's eye and walked into it. Moved to, to San Diego then, and then that's when life really began to take off for you. So you made this choice to, to start living. Uh, what did that begin to look like for you? And you said you really redefined what happiness is and, and the definition of success and all of that. Tell us about that. Okay, I assume we're unmuted at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 no, we're recording, yeah. So what it looked like uh, is I basically hung out with my dog, Bosco, and I wrote some songs I liked, and I began to just enjoy my life instead of wondering where it was going or, or, or anything. So, you know, I described to my clients, because I, I became a, a coach, a life coach, based on this experience. The first thing you have to know is what don't you want in your life anymore? And what I didn't want was stress. Uh, aggravation, worry, and that constant pursuit of happiness. What I did want was to be artistic and free and happy and healthy. So that's the way I created my life. I just wrote music and a year went. And uh, of course, the cancer didn't come back while I was in Kansas. So I moved to San Diego. And then I realized that I had beaten the odds and that it wasn't going to come back. It's been about seven years, but I didn't like the old Kevin. So I stuck with the, the, <laughs> the current one. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, you know, you ought to become a life coach. And I didn't know what that was. And um. then I was told about it. And he said, yeah, you should use your dulcimer for relaxing meditation music and teach people how to change their life based on what you did. And that's what I did. And I absolutely love it. So let's follow up with that. So how do people change their life? Well, the first thing you need to do is to recognize that you want to change your life. Then you need to know what you don't want in your life and get very clear. And that's the process that I go through with clients mm -hmm. is we really get down to finding out who you are, who you are inside, your, what your heart and your mind says. And then based on that, there are certain tools that I teach people about balance and how to handle stress and, and different things. And we work through those uh, as we kind of build your, what I call creative life design. So how so, much, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So we add all that in and then a little bit of spiritual this and a little bit of that. And, you know, you got a happy life. <laughs> Wham, bam, just like that. Why do, why do you think so many people struggle with that then? I think people are not aware of what their priorities are and they're watching 
too much news and you know they're they're just worried uh, stress is one of the leading uh killers because yeah. it, it hurts the immune system it causes cancers and uh we're stressed out society mm-hmm. uh covid helped wake some of us up to the fact that you know life is not a dress rehearsal but what's interesting is that the people who come to me as clients have heard me on a podcast or senior or know my music somewhere and have connected with i guess my message and then we begin to develop a life based on what they want and the, the first thing i do is to give them permission to be who they want to be and i'm sorry to say i'm smiling because i can relate so much to what you're saying and, and your epiphany about you know, focusing on what you don't want versus focusing on what you do want. When I had that epiphany, gosh, years ago, that that's what turned my whole life around too. Yeah. Yeah. Focusing on what you do want your life to be like and imagining what you want your life to be like. Yeah. And that takes some investigation. That takes really, uh, when I work with a client, I have them do some deep digging into uh, their interests and into discovering what's working for them and what's not working for them. And, um, you know, I work with doctors, I've worked with psychologists, I've worked with housewives, I've worked with people who have lost their spouse and have to start over again. Um, It's really the same principles that I use uh, daily for my own life. So there's something called mindful awareness, which is that you're mindfully aware of how you feel. Mm-hmm. And when you and, recognize that you're stressed out, you want to change the way you think about things. Real, real quick, so when you say how you feel, you're talking about like I feel anxious or I feel frustrated or something like that. Is that kind of what yeah. you're kind of like the emotion part of it? Yeah, I, I feel stressed out. Uh, let's say uh, you're you're going shopping for the holidays and you just feel really stressed out because of all the traffic and all the people. Most people just say, well, I got to go anyway. Well, you don't have to go. You can go at different times. You can order things online. And then you are not stressed out. It's so a choice. Find, yeah, finding a, a different a, a different solution to, to whatever you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Gosh, where have I heard that before? That's Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer. I was going to say Wayne Dyer. I was just listening to one of his podcasts this morning. Yeah. yeah. And then the one for me is when you uh, replace what doesn't work in your life with what does work, you never go back to what doesn't work. Mm. And so many people, and you're probably familiar with this, they always focus on the doing, like what's on my to-do list. And it's and maybe perhaps for a while you did that, but when you had your wake up and, and turn things around, you started focusing on, you said a couple of times, what kind of person do I want to be? And you started focusing on the being aspect of yourself. That's and true. I, yeah. And I think in our, well, America anyway, I don't know, you know, other parts of the world, maybe other developed countries, Canada, Australia, Western Europe and whatnot. It's the same where you get caught up by I call it the hustle culture, you know, do this, do this. If I'm not doing X, Y, Z, then I won't be happy, but it's actually the opposite. You started focusing on being the type of person you wanted and the doing part kind of showed up and it was not what you thought it might be. As you said, a life coach. 
Yeah, there's a people have a hole in their soul. So they fill that emptiness or that confusion or that stress or pain with shopping, with buying things, with I've got to make more money, I have to have more love, I have to have this, I have to have that. And what people really need is they need themselves. They need to be able to sit with themselves and just be and be happy. And to realize uh, that there's a great deal of happiness in simplicity. You know, I have a client who's very, very successful in business and he's stressed out. And our recent discussion was, is do you need to do everything you're doing? How successful, how much more money do you possibly need? So you see, it's a vicious cycle that people get on. So let's, let's segue out that real quick. The word success. I know you've come up with your own definition of that. So what is success for you? Being happy. And what, what does it take to be happy? Then? Being authentic, uh, mindful awareness, having your health. It, it's a matter of really being, being comfortable with yourself and realizing that more isn't necessarily good. It can be, but, you know, it doesn't need to be. You know, if, you, if you're in a lot of debt, you can't pay your mortgage or your rent or your car payments. You can downsize and live simply. You can move, which is what I did, to a different location. You can start over at any minute of the day when you decide that who you are, you want to change what that character life is like. All you need to do is get busy. I have, in fact, I've um, I'd for, almost forgotten about that. I have an online course that teaches people that. It's better with a one-to-one with a coach because what a coach does is keep you responsible um, for, for what you're doing. But the first step is to realize I'm unhappy and I need uh, to do something about it. Yeah. And that's that mindful awareness that you talked about, again, how you are feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's it seems so easy, like when we're just sitting here talking about it, like, you know, just focus on that type of person you want to be. Uh, but so many people struggle with that. Let me, let me ask you this. So even after your epiphany and, and your medical diagnosis and all that, what there, there's an expression, you know, I, I, I lose motivation or I fall off the horse or, or things like that. I struggled, you know, fall down seven times, get up eight. Did you experience any of that? And how did you deal with that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Happiness is, is not a constant. Uh, when you're dedicated to a better life, and you're dedicated to wanting to be happy. As long as you can get up, as long as you can look up, you can get up. So you have to, yeah, you have to start over. You get back up on the horse. Um, there are days uh, very infrequently that I'm not particularly happy, but there are certain tools that I do that make me happier. So I don't expect to be happy every day, but I'm happy most of the time. And these tools you keep mentioning, are these in, in your book? Uh, yeah. The yeah. Creative Life Design? Well, the book is called Between the Notes. Oh, okay. And um, how to create a, a, so sort of a groove life and a beat that you can dance to. Um, yes, in fact, the book talks about my journey and the lessons that I learned. And then there actually is a chapter that asks 11 important questions for the reader to really dive into 
which will give them a reflective point. Can you share one of those questions with us? Well, we, we did one of them already. What don't you want? Okay, what don't you want? And then what do you want and why do you want it? And what would you feel like if you don't accomplish that? What will you feel like if you do? What's keeping you back? So there, there's a lot of questions. 11. Well, I have 11. I narrow them down to 11. <laughs> okay. So if I'm a brand new client, I'm sitting on the, the couch. I call it couch to healthy. But if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm, you know, manic depress depression and I don't know, you know, brink verge of suicide or, or something like that, uh, what would you tell me? Well, if I knew that that was the case, I would send you to a, a doctor because I'm not a psychiatrist. Okay. I'm a life coach. So if I hear that kind of um, depression, it's it's my duty to, to uh, tell you to get professional help from someone that deals with manic depression. Most of the people who come to me are slightly depressed, but they're not suicidal, thankfully. Um, but I would, I would steer a, a client like that um, to a, you know, to help, free help or someone that they know. So would you say your life today is night and day different from before your diagnosis in terms of your, I guess, inner, inner peace? Oh, totally. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I was invited uh, to a holiday party and normally I would just go because mm -hmm. I would feel obligated and I would feel that, uh, well, there's a lot of free food, but those aren't good enough reasons for me to go. I don't want to go anywhere I'm obligated. Mm. And I want to, uh, I don't need to go to a party just to get drunk and to feed my face. So instead, I decided to cook Christmas dinner here and just have one or two friends over. Mm. So a lot of people during the holiday season get together with family that they really don't want to be with or they they go through things that they don't want to do and because they feel obligated that's not a way to live yeah yeah how much of what you do a lot of folks talk about and you've mentioned some aspects of spirituality how much of what you do is like a higher power or inner intuition you know any of that it's well like everything, everything is higher power yeah because i, I teach non-duality as part of my regime um so uh, there has to be some sort of a spiritual something that you would believe in, even if you're an atheist and you only believe in nature. So I work with people who are Christian, Jewish, uh, uh, all kinds of religions and non-religions and, and things like that, because I've been involved with that work for many, many years. And so do you, do you tap into your, like you just mentioned the example of, you know, instead of, going out to the holiday party you cooked dinner and just had a, a couple friends over was that some sort of inner inner guidance intuition nudge or yeah yeah uh i could kind of tell um what that party was going to be about from different phone calls and uh it was based around a lot of drama not on my end but on the uh the other people's end and i said i don't want to be around that so I, you know, I don't want, I don't want to go. So I didn't go. I cooked the turkey and I gave it to them, <laughs> but I didn't go. There you go. I think that's important for anyone listening. Yeah. It's, it's when you felt obligated, something didn't feel right. 
about that. And then it felt more right to, you know, have the friends over and, and cook dinner. So my point is for anyone listening, it's that, that feeling, that inner feeling of what feels right and what doesn't feel right. Uh, I'm glancing at my notes here, Kevin. I want to ask you this one question. This is from your, your pod match uh, bio page here, but uh, what is true and lasting happiness? Well, depending upon the person, true happiness uh, comes and goes. That's the first thing you have to understand. And lasting happiness is based, I believe, on what you know and you've experienced that brings you out of uh, the dark night of the soul or out of confusion or out of stress. And in, in my book, I teach about these certain tools you know, there's meditation, there's hiking, there's all kinds of things that, that, that you can do because everything is the mind, you see. So uh, they're just thoughts. So if you're in a bad mood and you have to go to a party and someone calls you that you haven't heard from in 20 years, that's you've been with your old best friend, you're delighted. Oh, how are you? You know, well, what happened to that terrible mood you were in just 15 seconds ago? It changed. That's why what Wayne had said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's just a thought. So you need to learn how to control your thoughts. And that's about balance, emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. And that's another thing that I talk about and, and teach. You're not trapped by anything for very long. <laughs> Unfortunately, they think that they are and that there is no way out. But that's, as you're saying, that is not true at all. There is always a way out. And are you saying it starts with your thoughts, your thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's simpler than it seems. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite sayings is, you, you keep quoting Wayne Dyer, this is from um, Captain Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean. He always says, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your perception of the problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's a good one. Uh, Kevin, tell us more about your book again and your website and how folks can reach you, anything like that. Well, you'll be able to get the book um, on my website and as well as Amazon and things. <laughs> it's called Between the Notes. And at the end of... Uh, of 14 of the chapters, there are actually song lyrics. So if you go to my website, you can actually uh, click a link and listen to the, the songs that go with each chapter. That'll be released, I believe, February 2nd of 2022 or 2023. <laughs> um, and uh, my website is kevinroth.org. And if someone wants to reach out to me, there's a form you can fill out. And I do a 30-minute uh, free Zoom consult to see if uh, we're a match. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put your uh, website in my show notes. And I've got uh, your your uh, social media links also from your, from your Podmatch page. Uh, Kevin, is there anything else that you would like to say or add that you haven't said already for the good of the order here? No, I think I think we've covered a lot, and the rest is in my book. And uh, you know, uh, it's it's just everybody's right uh, to be as happy as you can possibly be. Yeah. So what you what you focus on is what you end up living. 
That's that's the takeaway message for today. Yeah, what you focus on, you become. And why not focus on, on the best version of you? Uh, real quick again, before I do, and so going back to my theme today, how to create the life you love, I think, and you can let me know your thoughts on this, Kevin, I think we make life too complicated. I think life is really a lot meant to be simple, meant to be easy, and it can be that way. Yeah, everything is the mind. Yeah. And the mind really doesn't exist. You can't open a brain and find a mind. There's nothing called a mind. So everything is ethereal. Everything is consciousness. But you can change the mind just by changing the way you look at things. Like the example I used. Yeah, change the mind like you would literally change a light bulb, take out the green one, put in a blue one or something like like Christmas lights. Yeah, it's... uh... Well, Kevin, let, let me ask you this too. Where do you see yourself going from now? Like you, you, you're continuing to just focus on your happiness and your inner joy and inner peace and continuing with your life coaching. Yeah. And, and music. And, uh, I expect to uh, do some, uh, personal engagements promoting the book. And then I also do retreats and, uh, online zoom things. Uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not looking to be a rock star coach, meaning that I don't want thousands of people. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a very kind of low key guy who uh, has terrific clients, and I only work with a handful or two at a time. And uh, yeah, enjoy my life. As we keep talking, like these thoughts keep popping into me. Like literally, spirit says, "Well, ask this, ask this." Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Well, now I just lost my train of thought. So if, if I remember it, we'll, we'll, we'll do it like post post show here and then I can uh, go back and add it in. But uh, for anyone listening, um, I think, and Kevin, you can chime in. Yeah, the key really to living the life you love and that life of happiness is focus on who you want to be that person and get your thoughts to match that person that you want to be. And so... Kevin, what do you do if, if a client says, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm you know not worthy enough, something like that? Because those are people that have a lot of those thoughts too. That ends within the first 20 minutes of our session. A client will never say that after working with me, ever. It's not about saying, I'm going to think this way and then my life is going to be this way. Mm-hmm. It's about saying, this area of my life sucks and I'm sick and tired of it and I'm done. And I need to know how to move from point A to point B. And yeah. then you come see me. That's what it that's, is. That's the pain trigger. And then of course you got to know what does, what is point B? What does point B look like? Yeah. Well, you know, whatever you do, it has to be authentic. So I work with all my clients in terms of what is your passion? You know, uh, people can make a lot of money or move to different places. But if you're not happy, what's the point? I had fame and fortune and I wasn't happy. Yeah. Right. So um, and also one thing I haven't mentioned, but I mention a lot is gratitude. You know, you need to be really grateful for your health and for for what's going on. And um, that helps a lot. 
And you are cancer free now. So congratulations on that. And thank you for, for being here and for being the example, being the, the change that you wish to see in the world. It always starts with us. Uh, so if you are listening, also, I want to say thank you for listening. And again, I'll put a link to Kevin's show notes or Kevin's website in my show notes, uh, kevinroth.org. Uh, Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being here today. I've, I always enjoy these and, and I learn a lot um, as, a, as a coach myself and everything. Always, always learning, always open to new things. So appreciate you being here, Kevin, and appreciate you, the listener. Uh, again, wherever you do listen to your podcast, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. I would definitely appreciate that. And until next time, this is Coach Brad saying be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. Take care, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next time. This has been a production of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. For more information on how you can work with me, my products and books, including my all-new book, The Slow Easy, A Beginner's 12-Week Guide for Getting Fit and Healthy and Running Your First 5K, visit my website at www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. This book introduces a whole new method to being fit and healthy, something I call the slow easy. Be sure and look for that. You can also find all of my social media handles there, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And remember, if you like what you have heard, please pay it forward by hitting the subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, and leaving me a five-star review.